What's going on, everybody? It's UTXJG the Don, along with my co-host, Leader of the Flock, and this is Enlightened Sounds episode 24. Flock, how are you doing today, my guy? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's hot out, man. It is hot out. What's the what's the weather looking like there? How hot is yeah. it? It's what eighty nine right now. Eighty nine. Okay, we we ninety three right now. Orlando was definitely hotter than Tampa. I'll tell you that. Cause <laughs> we we got a whole bunch of lakes, but there's no Gulf of Mexico. So I, I definitely noticed why everybody was like, "Man, it's you know super hot down in Florida." I can definitely tell depending on where you live. So so that's a uh, it's a thing there. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. It's officially summer. And it's a lot of music that came out. Like, again, we were talking about earlier how it was kind of slow in the first quarter, but the summer is heating up. Everybody's trying to drop these bangers. And it seems like nobody really cares, like, who's stepping on each other's toes. So, again, we got a lot of music to at least uh, mention. And we got to play a little bit of catch-up when it comes to the reviews. Uh, but we'll go ahead and get into it. Uh, before we get into all of the good stuff, uh, again, we want to go ahead and uh, shout out all of the listeners. It does not matter what you listen to in Line Sounds On. We appreciate your listen. Uh, include Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play and of course Anchor which houses the whole thing and allows us to be on all of the platforms again we appreciate you uh other than that man let's get into the episode I know it's been a minute but we are here let's get this thing knocked out all right people notable new releases and like I said before it's a lot of music that dropped over the past couple of weeks since the last time that we did the podcast so we have Gold Link uh Diaspora we have YFN Lucci, uh, 650 Luch, Gangsta Grills. So we got uh, DJ Drama back out here doing his thing. We got Gucci Mane, Delusions of Grandeur. We have Lil Nas X came out with a 7 EP. We have DJ Mustard, Perfect 10. Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, highly anticipated album. A lot of people in my timeline were talking about this. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out with Bandana, which is, I guess, supposed to be the sequel to Pinata, uh, which again, I think it came out in 2015, and that was a uh, that was a highly touted release. So everybody was waiting on the uh, the follow up. So there you go, Bandana is out, people. If you were not in the know, go ahead and listen to that. Chris Brown came out with Indigo. This man put 32 songs on this one. It's not as much as the last one because it was like 47 songs on that thing. I did not listen to that one, but I did listen to this one. Uh, I listened to it in part, but I did listen to Indigo. Um, it's some interesting tracks on there. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Chris Brown kind of had, you know, he kind of had some bangers on there. So, uh, so I definitely get him to listen, but uh, listen to it in parts if you listen to it, because boy, it's it's a lot. I don't know why he does this, but this is apparently his thing. We got people making, you know, seven track EPs, and Chris Brown was like, "F that, I'm just gonna put 32 tracks on this thing and, and call it a day." You you either go listen to it or you're not. Uh, so again, go ahead and listen to that one. Uh, Raheem Devon, I didn't even know. I had to actually take a look i was like yo raheem devon still dropping music uh so he came out with the love reunion well so that's one that you all can listen to if you are hip to raheem devon it's that dude yeah raheem devon definitely that dude uh daniel caesar i know he came across a lot of controversy because of things that he said personally about race but people still like his music i'm not really a daniel caesar fan but i did get a chance to listen to his latest project called case study one uh, so yeah, I can go ahead and check that one out. Uh, Look, Keed again. I know of him, but I'm not familiar with him. I can't. I can't think that I uh, uh, any Look Keed song. I don't think I've actually listened to. Uh, but for those who do, came out with Long Live Mexico. We had Tiger came out with Legendary, which was all right. Um, I'm not. I'm not really a big Tiger fan like I used to be, but you know he he still has bangers. Like he has those radio hits. So um, you know if you can't deny anything else, you, uh, you can't deny that Tiger. Yeah, like he still <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he still makes his though nonetheless. So go ahead and listen to that one. Uh, T Grizzly came out with Scriptures. And we had Benny the Butcher came out with the plugs I met. That's some that's definitely some gritty New York stuff right there. Benny the Butcher. Yeah, Benny the Butcher. 
and finally, this is uh, this is something that's more along the uh, the lines of Drake when he came out with "So Far Gone." A lot of rappers are turning around, and if they can get it cleared, they are putting their mixtapes, their earlier projects, on all the streaming platforms. So Chance the Rapper he put Ten Day, which was his first uh, his first uh, like official mixtape that everybody knows about, and Acid Rap, which was the follow up. So both of those are on all of your favorite streaming platforms now. I'm very happy about this because that's that was again one uh well two uh other projects that was missing from my library that i was not able to listen to on spotify so for all the all of those who were not familiar uh yeah he dropped those so go ahead and listen to it uh the only thing i am mad about is he still could not get a sample cleared it's 2019 and we still cannot get samples cleared i believe juice from acid rap cannot get cleared so that is the one song that is missing from acid rap and that was actually one of my favorite songs and a lot of other people's too so i'm kind of upset well actually no juice wasn't the one it was uh or did he get it cleared because it actually says it's here now so i might be mistaken let me go ahead and and uh make sure i fact check because when i first look i know that it was it was not there so maybe he did get it cleared so I'll, I'll take that back. I'll go ahead and retract my statement. Uh, as of today, it looks like everything is finally clear. So uh, actually, no. No, look at this. It's 30 seconds. What the hell is this? I just looked at the length. It's yeah. 30 It's thirty seconds. Why would you even put that on there if it's not the full song? So, okay, I'm, I'm halfway right and halfway wrong. So it's only 30 seconds. I don't know what that is about. I'll listen to it later just to see what that is. Maybe it's like a placeholder or something. That's not the full song, obviously. But Juice from Acid Rap, at first it was grayed out, which generally means that they couldn't get the sample cleared for the uh, for the streaming services. So I'll go ahead and look at that later, and then I'll, I'll let you all know. That's weird, but... Uh, but anyways, the uh, the mixtapes are on there, so you can go ahead and listen to it. Um, I also want to give a, uh, a re- another retraction from the previous episode because I'm obviously tripping. Uh, I said that on the Young Buck song that I chose as my song of the week that, uh, that Timbo produced that, and I was totally wrong. It was actually Pull Out of Don, so that was my mistake but again i can admit when i make mistakes so so if anybody was who was listening oh, to that was man. like like boy you tripping yeah i was tripping so polo the dine actually produced that one it sounded like timbo to me and i didn't fact check that and yeah that was my edit so there you go polo the dine actually made that hit but it was a hit nonetheless because that was one of my favorite songs from young buck get buck so there you go those are all the notable new releases it's a lot of music <laughs> so again like if you have the time go ahead and listen to this stuff i still got a lot that i gotta catch up on uh specifically the dj mustard because i heard that the dj mustard was fire i'm not really a fan of him but i heard that this dj mustard was kind of fire this perfect 10 so i definitely gotta listen to that one um and then i gotta listen to this raheem devon too but i did listen to freddie gibbs and mad lib that was fire the chris brown was all right i listened to lil Nas x uh, i'm i'm may on that one i listened to gucci Mane. gucci Mane is gucci Mane. uh YFN and lucci not a fan but i did listen to that all the way through gold link of course we listened to who's going to review that one uh, Daniel Caesar, I did not get finished with that one. Tiger, I listened to, it was okay. T Grizzly, this one was okay. I'm, I am a T Grizzly fan, but that one was only all right. Uh, Benny the Butcher, I got listened to uh, all the way. So I'm almost done with this whole list. Almost done. Uh, but again, it's a lot. So uh, that's all the notable new releases that we have for this week. Let's get into the music news. Let's start off with the Double XL Freshman 2019 list. As you all know, every year Double XL does a list of all of the up and coming rappers that get a spotlight and they end up being on the freshman list. Um, now, throughout the years, we have seen this list decline by a huge margin. Um, but I will actually say this year, and I will read off the list, uh, this year, I'll actually say that for more or less, these people deserved it. Uh, there are usually always like a couple of people who I have never heard of before they get on the freshman list. Um, and it's the same thing with this one, but I would say like, even for the people that like, either I don't know at all, or I know of, but don't listen to their music. Um, I would say that more or less, like, I think the majority of people on here actually deserved it. Because um, actually, actually, like, we do have some actual rappers on this one and people who I actually listen to their music actively today. So for all of you that are not familiar with everybody who's on the Freshman 2019 list, we're going to read off the list here. We have Cometazine, Tierra Wack, Baby, Lil Mosey, Roddy Rich, 
TBN, or why well, I say TBN, I don't know what put that, YBN, excuse me, YBN Corday, YK Osiris, Rico Nasty, Gunna, Meg Thee Stallion, and Blueface. And the only person that I have not heard of was YK Osiris. Everybody else I have heard of. I don't yeah, listen to Roddy Rich or Lil Mosey, but I do listen to everybody else. I've heard a few things from Comethazine and everybody else. I either have them in my catalog or obviously I've heard their songs before. Uh, so uh, the actual freestyles have not come out yet, or at least to this day, they might start dropping um, this month because, you know, XXL has been like very, very late uh, when they were dropping their stuff because it's it's the summer and, and here they go now because they usually do a little bit earlier, but they're on CP time. Um, so the freestyles are dropping later and we'll, you know, get those on the website or whatever and we'll see like who got the who got the dope stuff and who got the wax stuff. But um, from this list flock, who have you not heard of before? And who do you actually kind of like or like, all right, like they, they deserve to be on the list this year? Uh, I ain't going to say him. You know me, man. I'm, I'm but just keep it peace. All of us is, uh, I guess. Well, I guess maybe <laughs> I should rephrase it and say, who have you heard of on this list? No, no. I heard of oh, pretty much you? all of them. Okay. Except for, um, uh, what that one you said you didn't hear? Like Osiris. Like KO something. Yeah, yeah that one. That's the only one I hadn't heard of. Like okay. I've heard, I've heard all the other names though. Okay, same thing. All right. Yeah, you know I, I fucks with Rico Nasty. I like Meg Thee Stallion. Um, yeah, Blue Faces, whatever. He, I just need him to stay on beat. <laughs> but I've, I've heard of him though. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm a fan of all of them though, because I'm not. But I, I've, I've heard of them. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. Like I said, I, I think that in terms of what happened over the previous year, I think that the majority of people on here is excluding YK Osiris because, again, I just don't know who he is. Um, but I think that pretty much like everybody, you know, again, more or less deserved to be on this list from the impact that they made last year. I would say the notables would definitely be the baby because he blew up Megan Thee Stallion that like what we already talked about her. Like, what more can you say? Like, she's I think she definitely like. I think she probably trumped everybody else on this list, to be honest, is in terms of like just blowing up and, and like always being talked about. And she's going on tour and like every time she goes on tour, like I everybody snaps a video of her and she's always like twerking mm -hmm. or something. But she has the yeah. crowd like she's she started some saying she's talking about it's a high girl summer like she got the streets lit right now. So like I said, the female rappers are definitely lit. Um, you have three rap. Yeah, you got three female rappers on this list. You got Tara Wag, Megan Thee Stallion, and Rico Nasty. So again, like that, and it could be more. It really could have been more. It like damn near this whole list could have been an all female list. Like that's how many females, like new female rappers, are out here. That's uh, that's low key killing shit. So that's actually like that's you know that's a testament to you know female rappers. Uh, you know coming back in the game. Um, even though like we've always had some throughout the years, but like it's it's been like a real big wave um over the past year with uh with female rappers. So so definitely shout out to all of y'all that you know, and they can spit too. Like it's not even on some on some like, you know, uh on some like trap stuff or um on some mumble rap stuff. Like these girls are actually spitting, so so again, shout out to y'all. Um Gunna, he's been he's been definitely surging. Uh, what can you say about Rico Nasty? Rico Nasty, that's that's probably like T, one of TBH's favorite rappers uh, now because he put me on. I didn't really know much about Rico until he, you know, he started quoting some stuff. Uh, again, I don't listen to Roddy Rich, but I, I'm aware of him. YBN Corday, uh, he's one of the more lyrical dudes in the YBN clique, and he got the Dr. Dre stamp of approval. Uh, he's been coming out with some decent stuff, so I kind of mess with him. Uh, Tierra Wack. Uh, she came out with, you know, probably one of the most unique projects that I've ever heard of. Every song was one minute long and like it just had you wanting to hear more and more from her. But Tierra Whack, I think that on this list and probably like I would say like today, um, this is just my opinion, of course. But I think Tierra Whack is, is probably like one of the most lyrical female rappers. And she's probably killing a lot of these dudes out here, too. I'm going to keep it on I think she's killing a lot of these dudes out here because that, that, that ain't chick really is hard spit. to do these days. I mean, no, you you ain't wrong. You aren't wrong. I'm not I'm not gonna disagree with you there, but still, 
but still like she's she's super duper lyrical so i'm super happy to see her on this list uh the baby he just i i wasn't really a fan at first but he grew on me he grew on me with uh with his music uh and and of course like he got he got a good uh he got a good right hand because he knocking niggas out left and right so you know that's, that's all another story that we talked about of course but <laughs> but he should be a boxer as well so uh so you see how he get down so i'm messing with that dude um Blueface, obviously you already talked about him like i'm not a fan but he's he surged he's up there so it's whatever with him uh yk osiris very sad we don't know about and little mosey i don't listen to his music uh commentazine i heard a couple of things he kind of reminds me of like a, a tentacion kind of like he has that similar style of of rapping um i like a couple of his songs but again i can't say i'm a fan like i don't really have anything in rotation but i understand why he made it on this list so uh that's pretty much it i pretty much went over everybody besides the people who i don't know so um so i i think this is a pretty decent list again it's not going to compare to uh i'll probably say like any of the like 2008 to 2011 or 12 i think that those lists were pretty much like legendary because those were the lists that had your j cole and your kendrick's on there but um i was pretty like upset at the probably like the last three years i would say because like this list was just trash but it seemed like this year even though like double xl has been like not as credible again as previous years i think that they actually took the time this year and was like all right who's actually hot who deserves it like who actually makes you know decent music and they actually compiled a pretty decent list this year so that's just my opinion uh what do you think overall about this list it's <laughs> it, it can't get much worse than previous years so I'll say it's an it's an improvement. Reason being because you actually got the females in there that could actually that's actually pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? It's actually good. It's actually good females in there. So it balances it all out. Like I said, a couple of them I'm not really a fan of 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 the people in general. Not not so much not like the females, but I'm just saying a couple of the artists on there I'm not fans of. But I can see why they made it on there. So but I mean I've seen previous years where I didn't like any of them. So and I, I would I would argue that it's probably the best one in the past, you know, few years. One of the best in the past, like six years. So, yeah, I, I just I'm I'm just all for uh, good music, man. I just want somebody who can go out there and make me make me make me want to listen and support them. And lately, I haven't been getting that. So, but this one here, man, I can a handful of them I could I could see myself listening to. Okay. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. So again, people, uh, go ahead and check out the list. The freestyles will be coming because you know that's really the most important part of Double XL freshman, uh, freshman list every year. We're trying to hear those freestyles. We're trying to hear Please these people can actually spit. I, I know Tierra Wack. I know she won't disappoint me. I don't think Rico's gonna disappoint me. I don't think any of the females. Let's just keep it. Let's keep it like that. I don't think any of the females will disappoint me. I think YBN Corday is gonna come with something. Uh, I don't know about gunning. I know Blueface probably ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> like I was just saying, I don't think <laughs> I don't think Blueface gonna say a damn thing. I think the baby might come with something too. Uh, everybody else, I don't really know about like Lil Mosey and Roddy Rich. I don't I don't know if they're lyrical or not. Uh, and Cometas and I don't think so either. But I think at least all the females are gonna come with something. And I think Robbie and Corday is gonna come with something. And maybe the baby. So that's what's five people. So we'll see. We'll see how it ends up. But we'll keep y'all updated. Make sure that y'all check out GameIlluminati.com. Shameless plug. But you already know how we get down over here. Uh, but let's move on. We got actually got a lot of, a lot of positive news. <laughs> we got a lot of positive news here. So Max O'Cream. Uh, he's become one of my favorite um, new artists, even though he isn't like really new, but I caught on to him like a couple years ago. Uh, somebody told me to listen to one of his projects, and I'm like, yo, this dude's nice. Um, he's down there in Houston, uh, killing stuff. I really like the way that he raps, uh, but he's making big moves. He just recently signed to Rock Nation, and this is right ahead of his new project, which is called uh, Brandon Banks. That's dropping on July 19th, July 19th. So that's right around the corner. We got a couple more weeks on that one. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, but shout out to Max O'Cream, Rock Nation. Um, it's just Jay-Z, period. Like, Jay-Z has been doing a lot. If it's not, you know, helping out his fellow brothers, it's signing these rappers that I feel like deserve it. 
Um, so we'll see what happens. I think Jay Z is a good businessman. Him and the Rock, a whole Rock Nation team, and, and getting these players to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, and, yeah, and getting the players to the Brooklyn Nets. He ain't just working with music. Like they, they definitely been signing a lot of um a lot of players to athletes, NBA, NFL, you name it. So uh, they've been doing a lot of things over there, at Rock Nation. So shout out to Max O'Cream. Um, are you familiar with him? You listen to any of his music? Nope. Nope. Okay, I would probably recommend it. I, I would recommend it. I don't know how how like well versed you are with the uh, with Houston rappers. If you really listen to a lot of them anymore, besides uh, like I think Travis Scott was probably like one only one doing it. But Meg Thee Stallion, she down there too. So so now she she counts as another one. But I would I would recommend listen to Maxwell Cream. Uh, listen to Punkin, uh, P U N K E N. I'll I'll let you listen to that and, and see what you think because I really want to know if you like him or not. But he cool. He's definitely cool. Check I, it out. Yeah, I like him a lot. But shout out to Max O'Cream making big moves there. And I will be looking forward to his next project, Brandon Banks, July 19th. Next news, we have Jeezy, formerly Young Jeezy. He dropped that a while ago. Now we just Jeezy. Uh, this man has striked a deal with the telecommunications um, with Freddie Figures. And I was not familiar with Freddie Figures until... I watched the Killer Mike, which is funny because you got that as your mm-hmm. Avio Discord. Uh, the mm-hmm. Killer Mike uh, Netflix uh, series called Trigger uh, Trigger Warning, and um, he did. I think it was like the very first episode. Uh, he wanted to only give his money to black businesses in Atlanta, and he found out how hard it was. Um, and one of the things that he could not use, which is one of his you know main things of communication for everybody nowadays, is his cell phone. He could not use his phone because it wasn't black owned, it wasn't black made. Um, so he ended up going to one of the uh, one of the black businesses, one of the black uh, black liquor stores, and he was like, "Yo, what can I get? Like, I need a phone." And they recommended a Freddie Figures phone. And you know he was asking what that was about or whatever. He's like, yeah, it's black owned and it's you know it's a cell phone company. Um, and so he ended up using one of those phones, and that is what Jeezy is partnering with now. Um, and with this new partnership, they're gonna bring out a new cell phone called the F3 cell phone and the F F Buds pods or F Buds earpods. Um, and they're currently actually available to purchase right now. So shout out to Jeezy, man. Again, it's a lot of these rappers that are getting in their business bag. They don't necessarily have to rap nowadays to get this money. So we'll see how this goes. Cause I don't know like how far uh, the Freddie Figures communication spans. I know it's in Atlanta, that's for sure. And it's probably in other parts of Georgia, but I don't know if it's commercially available everywhere. Uh, but I mean, this is one thing that like, you know, depending on what's going on, like how their coverage is, like I wouldn't be opposed to actually like getting the Freddie Figures phone. Like if they got, you know, like some good stuff, a good cell phone, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, you know, opposed to supporting black business and, and giving me a cell phone with them, especially if their bills looking right. Cause these bills be high as hell. And that's one of the yeah. things that, uh, that Freddie Figures and Freddie Figures Communications wants to do is, you know, make it cheap for you to be able to own a cell phone. So, uh, so how you feel about this move by Jeezy? That's good. Like I said, as long as, like you said, as long as the coverage is good, I mean, and, and you know, you getting, I mean, you getting bang for your buck. You're not just saying, oh, we we gonna do a lower prices, but at the same time, you ain't really ain't no, no type of feature coming with it. I mean, because you know, most people are on their phone more than they in front of a computer or or in front of a television. So, you know, a lot of people they phone, a lot of people phone is their life. Yeah. Pretty much everything they do is through their phone. So it just you know, just needed to be, you know, to be good. Like like you said, if if it's worth my while, I'll 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 look at everything and consider something like that. But if it's if it's just like one of them things, you know, it's like, oh, this ain't no better than cricket. You know what I mean? Then it's like, what's the point? Right. So that is definitely fact. So we'll see. I'll go ahead and uh and do some more research on like what their actual coverage map is across the u.s uh but we should see man we should see because i remember when i first heard their name i was like figures that's that sound close to you know <laughs> the other world like like bro i don't know about your last name i was like it sounds kind of funny but uh okay that's actually a coverage map here um actually no i, I say that it looks like it's it's in a good part of the u.s 
looks like Nebraska's grayed out. Obviously, Mexico, which I only know when it's there. But it looks like you got a good, you know, pretty good coverage around the uh, the U.S. So as far as the map, because you know the map is only you know halfway telling. But uh, but it looks like they, they actually have coverage around the U.S. So it looks like a lot of people, you know, depending on where you are, if you listen to this podcast and wanna wanna look at them and give them a try, it looks like you can. It looks like you can where you at. So definitely cover the major cities and major states. Uh, a lot of parts of California, not so many parts of Oregon, uh, Idaho. Who cares about Idaho? Ain't nobody living in Idaho. Uh, <laughs> parts of Nevada is kind of spotty there, but um, looks like every, you know pretty much the whole East Coast, north, north and south. Um, the Midwest is pretty much covered. You know, most parts of Texas, Oklahoma, so uh, Minnesota, Michigan, all the way up there. So yeah, they they have pretty good coverage. But again, I had to ask somebody check that and see like if it's really really good, but. Uh, but again, you can go ahead and check that out. You know, if you are looking forward to um, to Freddie Figures, and we'll see what Jeezy can do. We'll see what we can bring to the table. Uh, maybe you can get it a little bit more advertising because I know a lot of people don't know about it. Again, I said I didn't know about it until I watched the Killer Mike special. So, uh, so we'll see. Man, it's black business, and you know, I'm all for um, all for supporting black business. That's for sure. So, uh, there you go. That's the Jeezy news. And finally, what we have here. Damian Lillard and Marvin Bagley. This is what we're doing in the offseason. This is actually right before Damian wow. Lillard got that bag for real. So he living up to his name. Uh then 196 million. So that's a that's a lot. But Damian Lillard and Marvin Bagley. Uh, Marvin Bagley on an episode uh first take. He was actually asked by Max Kellerman, like he's like, you know, I heard some of your song, like who you think is the best rapper in the NBA. Um, if you aren't aware, like a lot of rappers, you know, I mean, a lot of athletes, especially in the NBA, they do rap. Um, a lot of them keep it, you know, on, on the low low and they just do it as a hobby. Um, I didn't even know that Marvin Bagley rap. I know that Dame Dollar rap. Yeah, but, me neither. Yeah, but I didn't know about Marvin Bagley. Uh, but anyways, Max Dame is actually nice. Yeah, yeah, he's actually pretty nice. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I, I think he, he does have some bars. He does have some bars. He takes it seriously, uh, more seriously than I thought. Uh, but anyways, Max Kellerman asked him, he's like, who do you think is the best rapper? And I mean, I'm not mad at Marvin Bagley for his response. He was like, yeah, me. Like, I, you know, I take it serious. I love music. So he said, I'm going to go with myself. And so the follow-on question Max Kellerman asked was, you know, would you battle Damian Lillard? Because Damian Lillard is the next person that comes to mind as far as, like, who's in the league right now rapping. And he was like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm about that. I'm about that life. So uh, Dame Lillard heard that. I'm sure he probably, you know, got the tweets like, ooh, they talk about you on first take, my guy. What you going to do? This man immediately went to the studio and dropped the diss track against, <laughs> against mm-hmm. Marvin Bagley. I was like, dang, this boy quick. This boy was super quick. And this was shortly after uh, technically Marvin Bagley dropped the track before Damian Lillard did. And I didn't really like that beat. I was like, this ain't really you know, like, like showcasing your talent. Uh, it was okay for Marvin Bagley. But, you know, he had a couple lines about Dame Lillard. And uh, I'm sure he heard that too. And then Dame, he went in his Drake bag. He actually dropped two back-to-back diss tracks, both using uh, Drake diss tracks uh, for the instrumental. And, I mean... This man, he act like he act like he wanted all the smoke. I was like, dang, he ain't even that serious. He just said that, you know, he feel like he the best. And, you know, he said he'll challenge you. But uh, but Dame didn't take that lightly. So he dropped two tracks of, about him. And everybody was like, ooh, Marvin Bagley, you done, son. You done. Uh, then Marvin Bagley, shortly after Dame Lillard dropped his two, then Marvin dropped the follow-up, which had a better beat. And I actually felt like he had better rhymes on that second one. But that first one, you already know how it is, and you don't make a good impression on that one. Then everybody just mm-hmm. you know automatically thought you lost. So, uh, But again, it I will say in Marvin Bagley's defense, it wasn't like a full-on diss track against Dame. Like he just mentioned them a couple times. But the first diss track that Dame Lillard dropped, he used the, uh, the Duppy uh, instrumental. So I was like, man, I wish Dane would have used some some other beats, cause I'm not trying to hear Drake, uh, especially two times on the diss track. But it is it is what it is. I, I know what you were doing. It was it was calculated. So um, it is what it is. But did you get a chance to listen to any of the diss tracks and, and who you thought won after after everything was said and done? I mean, I'm gonna try not to be biased, cause you you know Dame Lillard is my favorite player. Facts. But uh. I just I just like Dame as, as as a better rapper. Period. I mean, as far as the diss tracks, I didn't think either of them was like was really that. I, I'm just saying I try to like judge it for for who they are, mm. not for what they're doing, because I can't put they 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 little back and forth in the same category as I would do say Pusha and Drake or some shit like that. You know what right. I'm saying? Because like, it got more personal. Yeah, 
So I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in that, you know, judge it like I would judge that one. But um I I really can't say. I, I didn't I wasn't I wasn't greatly impressed by either of them. But you know, Dame usually plays and go had like this stoic demeanor all the time. So to hear him go at somebody like that, it is like different. It's a different it's a different take. I don't really know Marvin Bagley that well like that. You know, saying so even as a player, I'm like, of course, I've seen him play and I know who he is. But, you know, I, I don't know his personality. So it's like it's really hard to gauge, you know, just just by listening to it. Because if you didn't know these dudes were basketball players, you would just think they were just, you know, average rappers, um, you know, just going at each other. Mm. So but some of the stuff, you know, basketball reference and shit, you know, that 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 was a dead giveaway. But. I, I don't really, I don't, I don't know. It's, it was just okay. So I won't say, I won't say either one, but if I had to pick one, of course, I would say Dane because I just think he's a more polished, more polished rapper. Okay. I would have to agree. I would have to agree. And like I said, I think Dame's, like both of his diss tracks were pretty solid. And Marvin, that first track, um, again, even though it wasn't a full on diss, like it was, I really didn't like that beat. I was just like, ah, I don't really like how you rapping on this one. Um, but then he followed up with that second one. I was like, okay, this this one was all right. But I found it funny how uh, I think it was the first uh, diss track that Dame brought out. He was talking about like how Marvin Bagley was in his DM. Was talking about you know it's one of his favorite players and, and all that. And then Marvin Bagley came back. He was like, he's like, bro, like you you know you was following me when I came out of college. What are you talking about? I just found that hilarious. Like I know that they be talking to each other. Like all these you know all these athletes be talking to each other. You know these dudes coming out of college. You know you know if they get a little spotlight. You know, sometimes you know, the people who aren't in the NBA, you know, they'll reach out to you or, you know, you'll reach out to them and, and say what's good and say, you know, like, you know, can I get any advice or stuff like that? So I just found that funny. Like they do have like a little bit of history, but again, it still wasn't like on a personal level as, you know, any of, you know, the actual rappers, especially if he gets to like murder beef type stuff. So it wasn't anything like that. It was, you know, it, it was just some play stuff. It was, it was on some friendly tips and this is what you do in the off season. Like, you know, they ain't got nothing else to do. So, <laughs> so why not rap? <laughs> but I just found it funny how like Dame immediately heard that, you know, that uh, first take interview was like, all right, bro, like what's good? <laughs> like, let me go ahead and hit you with these two real quick and then see how you going to respond. And, and Marvin Bagley had to respond after he hit you with the back to back. Like that's that was some disrespectful stuff. So we had to hear what else you had in store. So uh you know, again, it was friendly. We'll we'll know if it you know will go anywhere. You know it won't. <laughs> it really won't go anywhere. But uh but it was just interesting how you know they just put out these diss tracks and started started rapping against each other. So uh again, shout out to Marvin Bagley. I didn't know that, you know, he rapped, but he was actually, you know, he's decent and, and Dame Dollar was was being Dame Dollar, so so now he uh he got two diss tracks and I don't know a lot of people thought he won so he won uh he won in the league and he won on the uh on the diss tracks uh, to the majority of people so yeah shout out to him man he got his bag he gonna stay in Portland and and we gonna go another season so I know a lot of people are probably now probably gonna be thinking uh you know can Marvin Bagley do better this year on the court so hopefully he uh he puts as much time on the uh on the court that he does on these diss tracks toward dame so we shall see yeah we shall see um but that's all the music news that's we have for this episode let's get right into the album reviews again people we are playing a little bit of catch up um but it's a lot of music we will try to get to at least like you know the stuff that you all care about and we will review those but one of the things that we could not skip was the gold link project called diaspora uh, it has 14 tracks total, features Ari Penn Smith, uh, Khalid, Malik Berry, BB Borelli, Laura, Lola Ray, Pusha T, Tyler the Creator, Jay Prince, Hell or Haley, uh, Wizkid, Jackson Wang, and Lone. Uh, I would say my favorite songs on here. I like Joke Teen Galant. Actually heard that one before the album came out, and I was like, "All right, Golden gonna drop some because he dropped like two or three of these things before the uh, album actually dropped." I uh, like Maniac. I like Coke White. They got Push the T on it, and I like You Say, and that has Tyler the Creator on there and Jay Prince. Uh, I like this album a lot. I think that when like when I first heard Golden Link, I was like, "This is some totally different stuff." Uh, he was bringing a new type of sound for DC, uh, but he was still keeping it very, very authentic. I think the Golden Link can rap, but he's definitely multifaceted. 
Uh, he definitely experiments a lot on these different types of beats. He gives me different type of vibes depending on what song it is. But it's not a bad thing. Like I think that this is just it's just a multifaceted ability that Goldlink has as an artist. Yeah, he um, don't have one sound. Yeah, he definitely doesn't have one sound. It's good. Like he's he's not one of those type of of rappers or artists that you know if he goes out of his lane and does something slightly different, then it'll just be whack. Like this, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. Uh, with some of these artists but with gold link anything that he does like i'm like like this is kind of tight like you know when he you know when he gets into different types of bags like he had a song that's literally just called spanish song on here um so you know you got the you got the reggaeton vibe you got the caribbean vibes on here and then you do coke while you push the t so you get more in your trap stuff you rapping about coke you know because push the t that's what he rap about uh you had maniac with again was more on the uh again more on the trap side so like he'll give you a whole bunch of things i mean joke team was a totally different type of vibe you say was a totally different type of vibe so i just like this album a lot i wouldn't say this is my favorite gold link album just yet but he definitely came with it and i'm very very happy that gold link has been consistent uh with this project so far i'm, I'm very very happy um that i you know that i got put on to this artist and he hasn't disappointed me yet he really has not disappointed me yet so this is another good one from him uh what'd you think about gold link after giving it a listen i liked it um I actually liked it a lot. Uh, my favorite songs on that was uh, "Maniac," "Days Like," "Coke White," and "Yard." That, uh, that you know, Yard. I, you know, I love me some reggae, so mm. they had that. They had that that reggae vibe to it. So that was those were my favorite songs on that. Uh, I I tried to get into the, the the joint that had Tyler on there. I just I didn't I just didn't care for it. Oh, as you much. mess with the USA? Okay, well, sorry. Yeah, I, I mean I. I think we we talked about this before when I was like I'm just not a big Tyler Creator fan. I'm just not. I mean I know a lot of people get you know like him and stuff like that. I just never really like like his earlier stuff. Like I said before, his earlier stuff I'm a fan of, but like more recent stuff in the past like two three years I just haven't been a fan of. But those are my favorite songs. Um, I'm I'm a fan. Uh, I think TBH put me up on them. And um, I've been listening to him. Like I always check for him when he comes out with something. He never really disappoints. And like you said earlier, he he can go different ways with it. So I like the fact that he doesn't just have one sound. You know, he can he can kind of switch it up, and it don't it don't sound like he's doing too much. And you know, he's trying to do some extra shit. It just it, it don't sound extra. It don't sound it don't sound forced when he does something different out of the ordinary. It just sounds like it's just another 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 uh, one of his talents. So, I, I like it, and for that, I gave it a three out of five. Three out of five. Yeah. Okay, I'm giving this one a solid three point five. Solid three point five. I would give it a four. I may need to listen to it some more and compare it to his last project called At What Cost, because I really, really like that album too. But, mm-hmm. uh, but he definitely had again a, a like a whole bunch of different types of vibes on here, and I mess with you know just about every song on here he definitely had a lot that i just that i messed with so i listened to this one multiple times of course and put the songs on my playlist so uh it's definitely it's been on rotation for a minute it's definitely been on rotation for a minute so i'm giving it a three at uh three and a half out of five and flot gives um Link diaspora a three out of five so there you go on that one uh the next album that we're going to review is denzel curry zoo uh so this was this one that came out a almost might have been like almost a month before gold link but um still something that i feel like we should not ignore and go ahead and talk about uh so denzel curry zoo has 12 songs total features kiddo marv rick ross take heath ice billion berg sam sneak and play that boy zay i would say that my favorite songs on this album will be automatic carol mart birds and pat uh, one thing I do want to note before we fully get into like my thoughts on the album, uh, Denzel said that this album was totally freestyled. So you like, I ain't, you know, I, I went straight from, uh, straight from the, 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 I think it's the brain to the pad, not the pen to the pad, the brain to the pad on this one. So. Uh, I can definitely tell it's not a bad thing though. I could definitely tell that it was freestyle, um, just based on like what his, uh, what his actual, 
uh, content was, which again, like it really wasn't the same as uh, like Taboo, which again had a concept. Imperial didn't really have a concept, but again, you could tell that he wrote that one. And 32 Zell, you could tell he wrote that one too. So this was a different type of thing. And um, I wasn't 100% on like, on like you know why he did this um uh, but i did notice one thing i know that uh he was on a9 snaps well a9 was on his snaps and denzel was in freestyling a lot like they were messing around and freestyling so i guess like he just felt inspired to just make a whole project where he just freestyles and again i'm not saying it's a bad thing but again you could definitely tell on this one compared to his previous projects um i would say that the beats were were cool like he um like he had um take keith on um, one that was an automatic song um he usually you know i could tell like it was a lot of a lot of beats like they were either ronnie j produced it or they were ronnie j inspired like a lot of it was gritty um again like you could tell with like the uh the beats and the uh the subject matter but this was more of a fun record it was definitely more of a fun record this was something that he did for you know his town Broward County and that he did for his clan the Raider clan which is still um still going on uh, obviously it's not to the same point as it was years ago but he recognizes you know all the people that were still with him since day one and this is more of an album for them it was definitely more of an album for them but it was cool nonetheless it's, it's definitely again not my favorite um Denzel Curry album because I, I I think to the day, I still think Imperial um, is, is my favorite Denzel Curry project, but it was still solid. And again, it was it was impressive that he freestyled the whole thing and decided to, you know, give that a try and see how it goes. But again, at the end of the day, it was more of like a fun album and, and more of a tribute to Broward County and to the Raider clan. Uh, so what do you think about uh, Denzel Curry Zoo? Uh, I mean, I'm glad you clarified, as you said, uh, that it was more like an album for his clan and all this other stuff. Cause it definitely was an album for me. Mm. I was not a fan of it at all. Um, <clears throat> you say he freestyled the majority of it. And I say stick, let the people that's good at freestyling stick to freestyling in because this just this didn't do, didn't do it for me. I didn't say I'm not gonna say like I hated it, but I just didn't like it. I expected a lot more. You know what I mean, especially since you know after him coming off the you know the appearance with you know with the homie A9 and stuff like that, but you know, I just expected more. So and I, I'm never really I'm never gonna sit here and say like I've always listened to all his stuff before, but from what I've listened to previously, to prior to this one rather, um, this was definitely not as good as what I listened to his stuff before, and I was wondering what the hell was going on when I did listen to it. And I actually listened to it twice. So I'm like maybe it's just me, maybe I'm tired, maybe you know it's like I listened to it last night. And then I listened to it again when I got up today. And I was just like, nah, I was right the first time. So um the song only songs I only had that I actually liked was Birds with Rick Ross. I thought that shit was really good, well produced. You know what I'm saying? They both did their thing on there. And uh Wish. <clears throat> Those are the only songs I did actually like on there. And I told you, I, when I tell you I listened to it like the whole thing twice. No skipping, no skimming through. I listened to the entire thing twice just to try to get something different from it. And I came up with the same conclusion. Like it I, I wanted to say it felt like a it felt like a lazy effort. That's what I was about to say. But once you you know clarify the stuff that you said, it's like, okay, it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, it's like if you only doing some stuff for the for these people, then you should just make that shit for them. Don't put that shit out for everybody else. Because mm. not everybody else is gonna feel that. So, but that's just, that's just me. So, and I'm, I'm just being, I don't want to say I'm being overly critical, but that's just my opinion. And that's what we here to do. So for that, I don't, I'm not gonna lie. I want to get this thing a two, like, and that's being generous. Cause I just was not a fan of it. So, um, I'm gonna give it a generous two and a half though. Okay. And that's and that's being that's being nice because I feel like I'm doing Gold Link a disservice by giving that a two and a half. And I gave that one a three. So I'm not gonna lie, I was on the fence, but like you know, to give this thing a two or a two and a half. The only reason I'm giving it a two and a half is because of A nine. <laughs> <shit you're> <laughs> but that's just bad. But I'm 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 I was not a fan of it. And like I said, I'm not bad in for experimenting and you know, wanted to want to see what you can do with the totally freestyle project and and you know it being more of a tribute to you know his people down there in Broward County. Like, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, you got to say that shit in the intro or something, man, so people can go into it knowing what what you what you want. 
that way they won't be disappointed because I was disappointed. Yeah, so I had to do my research on that. I was like, because I was like, what type of album is this? Like, I, you know, I wasn't dis- I wasn't mad, but so it wasn't me. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. But when I first heard it, I was like, I was like, what's going on? And then like I was doing doing a little research, and that's what he said when he was asked about it. So, so again, like it's not it's not bad. It's not it's not something that's you know terrible because he still did better than a lot of these other artists that are out these days um, with just freestyling the whole thing. Uh, but I have to agree. Like I do have some songs of rotation, but again, it's not my favorite. Like I, I like more of the more of the intellectual um, Denzel Curry that has more of a concept to his albums. I feel like that's where he shines the most. So I'm also giving it a two and a half. Uh, again, it's not a bad album, but compared to his previous projects, um, I, I didn't really like this one compared to compared to the other ones, but. Again, like I'm pretty sure the people down there, like especially um, you know, Miami, they got a different type of sound down there. And that's what he more catered to on this one. It wasn't really for everybody else. It was mainly for his people down there in Miami, Broward County. So uh, so there you go, man. We both give uh Denzel Curry Zoo a two and a half. But again, or well, at least on my case, I don't think it was a bad album at all. Um definitely interesting with them freestyling, but it just wasn't as good as his other projects to me. So there you go, people. Denzel Curry, Zoo, and Gold Link reviewed. But we got one more. This isn't an album, though. We got some rap battles to take care of. Now, fortunately, that Averb and Lux battle still has not dropped yet. We're still awaiting that. And as soon as it does, we will get on that. Because, <laughs> yeah, boy, oh, boy. I, I gotta, yeah. yeah, we can't you know wait. We, <laughs> we both can't wait on that one. So, you know... Uh, go ahead and drop that footage, man, because it's, yeah, it's, it's my favorite. My favorite battle rapper versus the dude from JG's hometown. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. And I purposely, I don't know about you, I purposely didn't look at like any reviewers because I do nah, follow. I follow nah. a couple rap battle reviewers. I ain't looking at nothing. I don't want to see who they thought won. I don't, I don't follow none of them. They just be in my recommended though because I be watching and I go back and, and I watch up. a lot of the old ones. Yeah. So I watched a lot of old rap battles. I just, I just watched uh Myson and Ness earlier. Earlier. Oh really? <laughs> like right before, like right before I hopped in with you, I was I was listening to it while I was uh while I was cooking. Ah, uh, true, true. Uh, but yeah, anyways, because there's a lot of them in there, you know, they be kind of having like the clickbaity titles, and you know, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll pop up. They're like, yeah, you know, a a Ver versus Lux, and, and you be like, yo, is this the battle? They're like, nah, I just just a nigga just sitting there with a webcam reviewing. So, uh, so this is what it. But I purposely um ignore all of those because I want like my first hand impressions whenever that drops. But in any case, we're not talking about that one today we are going to go over the goods versus cassidy battle uh this one was another one that was highly touted pretty much anytime cassidy decides to rap again uh people are paying attention whether it's good or not this polarizing time, yeah yeah he's a polarizing figure in a, in a rap battle community absolutely yeah so uh so he battled goods this time and man i really hate to say it I really hate to say it because I think that Cassidy is a good freestyler. I think that he's, uh, you know, because this is where he came from. He came from battle, uh, rap battle roots. But, man, when you, I think he lost the goods, bro. <laughs> I, I'll let you go for it. I think he lost the goods. And the way, the way that yeah, he goods, lost. Huh? I agree. He lost. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The way that Goods can bar people because Goods is not, he's not that super lyrical type of rapper, but he has lasted like decades like over a decade with this swag rap and i don't know how he does this but it's just the way that this man like commands the crowd and like he'll really get you thinking that like swag rap yeah he'll get you believing that stuff that he be rapping about and it's sad when you actually believe that the battle rapper has more money <laughs> than the actual rapper who's been around the world and you know definitely has more money than the battle rapper like no matter you know goods maybe doing something on the side but that's neither here nor there this battle really had me feeling bad for cassidy because after that first round that i think the first round was cassidy's strongest and goods he came with like a, a decent first round but after that everything went downhill cassidy like he started talking about how he was in dubai um he's talking about how goods can't go there he was like i felt like that was the type of stuff that 
again normally you know you don't hear from from battle rappers because that's not stuff that they do you know, like you they're, they're not going to dubai like that but cassidy has been afforded you know the luxury of going to dubai but that's not what people are trying to hear they're not trying to hear about how you got more money than the battle rapper because we know that we know that that's kind of like a given so oh, like dude. yeah when he started rapping about that stuff i'm like bro like it just it just don't sound right it just it just doesn't sound right with you talking about that to him and thinking that the crowd is going to react to that and be like oh yeah like he he does have more money than him that stuff only works when it's another battle rapper who's been around for a minute when he's talking that stuff to that battle rapper to another battle rapper but not not if you're already established and you're talking that stuff to a battle rapper and that's why i feel like cassidy really went downhill because he just started bragging about the houses that he has and all the money that he got and the fact that you know he can go and do a show at dubai right now he can go get booked and all that stuff and the crowd you know they let him know they let him have it once their second and third round came and he just kind of lost it he really lost the crowd so it didn't matter what other bars that he actually had, what other schemes that he had. He just, when you lose a crowd, that's kind of it. Like, and it's very hard to recover from that. And I feel like Goods really had a steady dose of that swag rap, like, all throughout it. Like, he kept his composure, and he wasn't going to let Cassie talk about how much more money he got than, than Goods really get to him. And, and I felt like he won. Like, the second and third rounds was definitely Goods rounds. And it's just, it's bad because Goods be, Goods be really be coming out here and he still be showing these rappers was good. This man took a long break. He came back like whenever they be asking for him and he still holds his own. And it's, it's still crazy throughout all these years because again, he's never been that type of, you know, that the super intricate type of bar rapper. He doesn't have schemes. He doesn't have none of that. He just swag rap you to death. And I feel like he won like his last couple battles against people who are supposed to be lyrical. And, it's, and I just don't understand, but that's that's just how it is. I think that Goods won this two one outright, and and it's bad because like I, I think the other people were thinking this too. I know that uh, uh one of the dudes who I'm watching name is Jay Black. He was uh he was definitely trolling, but he was like, man, I watched this battle again, and he was like, I think that I think that Cassidy's bars were going over people's heads, and and people was like, Jay Black, you smoking? But I knew he was trolling. I knew he was trolling. He was like, I think Cassie might have won that battle. He was like, boy, we know what people said, but I, I honestly don't think that he even believes that Cassie won that battle. <laughs> Everybody knew that Goods won this battle outright. It wasn't even close. wasn't even close, man. So I don't know how it happened, man, but it's just sad, like, seeing Cassie, like, go against these battle rappers and, and like, get embarrassed <clears throat> almost. Cause like this happened with disaster too. Like they had that issue um, when they were on the main stage, and then you know they went to the quiet room and try to try to do it, you know, with a smaller amount of people. But I still think disaster beat them beat them in the small room. So it just it's messed up when you see these uh, these established rappers come out here and you know think that they can take on these battle rappers, and then they end up getting washed. So it is what it is, man. Uh, we both agree that goods uh, be Cassie, but uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, first off, I'm gonna say it was two one goods. That was my take on it. Cassidy started off really good, like like really good. That first round, I think it, it wasn't even close. Cassidy killed him that first round. Why? Because he stuck in the he stuck to the battle rap format. Then that shit went left after the after the first round. The second round came. He started talking a lot of dated shit. Then like um. It was like, and then like, like what you say, you start talking about where he's going and where he's been and all that other stuff. It was just like, it wasn't that shit was going over people's heads. That shit was just, that shit just sounded hella dated. And he, he, he just didn't really have nothing else to, to go with. So he started talking about all these places, you know what I'm saying? What he doing. And it was like, nigga, we don't want to hear that. Uh, the crowd turned on him too, especially after that, that comment he made about R. Kelly and Goods' daughter and shit like that. I was like, I know this battle rap fan, but that was pretty pretty tasteless on his part. The crowd wasn't feeling that. And you got to really realize that if you're an industry dude, you know what I mean, you already got you already got a strike against you. You know what I mean? It's, you 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 already got a strike against you cuz the the crowd is going to be like you trying to come in here and 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 run shit over here. It's, it's like you can't beat them at their own game so you kind of like but Cassidy should know better because he started off as a battle rapper. I mean, it's like with the Joe Budden shit. 
I mean, people was booing him and shit like that. Because he was saying a lot of shit that was going over niggas' heads. I can admit that. But, you know, it's like it's like being an NBA player that don't play in the NBA no more. And you're trying to, you're trying to hop down there on the and one circuit or you know, on the street ball circuit. You're not going to be able to do all that shit that they do the way they do it. No different than they can come in the NBA and play on your level. So you gotta you gotta kind of play play their game, and I don't think Cassidy did that. And a lot of them guys don't do that. They trying to you know saying just rhyme like they like they in the booth. Like no, nah, this ain't the booth. It just ain't the same. I mean, industry industry cats just never realized that they got the deck stacked against them. And Cassidy should have known better. You know, especially since he was considered one of the best battle rappers before battle rap was really that popular. So I just I felt like he lost the crowd, especially after that 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 comment he made, man, with that R. Kelly shit. It was like you could have said a million other things, bro, but why would you go there? I mean, I, I didn't like it, and I was kind of I was kind of tuned out by him too. And he was just like it, it was just weird. Cassie looks weird right now too to me, man. I'm just like, <laughs> is it me or does he? Yeah, he, he looks like he 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 just looks different, bro. Mm. I ain't about to. I ain't about to start start no shit or whatever. But he just looks different. Like something ain't right with him. But that's just me because I noticed that when I seen him on the Vlad interview, and I was like, man, his dude lost a lot of weight. And he just looks like he looks like something is something is taking control of him. That's all I say. So, but yeah, I I thought the I thought the battle overall wasn't that good. To be you know what I'm saying, after that first round. But you know, least goods kept it somewhat entertaining on his end in that second round. But after that, it was like even the third round wasn't really all that hot. But Cassie shot himself in the foot. He pretty much daffy ducked himself, bro. Shot his own beak off on that one. So I, I just wasn't a fan of it. I think them dudes, uh, Cassie, just need to. He need to relax. He ain't got it. He ain't got it no more. Unfortunately, it's sad because I do like Cass a lot, but. Yeah, like that R. Kelly line. You already know R. Kelly is he's already a, a, a really like controversial topic. Like so you mentioned anything mm-hmm. with R. Kelly and yeah. You are not gonna get the reaction that you think you're gonna get. So yeah. it's it just he went best for shock off. he went for shock factor and it backfired on him. Yeah, it's it's just best and I even mention his name because, geez, like we all know that y'all did songs together, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, what he said just it was yeah very 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 cringy so yeah after that like he definitely lost pretty much everybody so there are you know those certain lines even though it's it's really hard to cross that line in battle rap because you know they say the craziest stuff to each other but uh some things people will look at you funny when you say it and unfortunately that that curly line was it it was definitely it for Cass. so yeah we both agree goods uh definitely beat cassidy two to one let's say rounds two and three and uh you agree with that round two or three Oh yeah. Okay. Without question. Okay. All right. So one yeah. was all Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cassidy though he was in the bag on that one, but he just lost it after that. So there I go, man. It's, it's a it's a rap battle again. We will try. We just gotta wait on on the uh, battle rap gods to get to us, cause now what Smack has been doing specifically, I don't know if you peep, this dude been putting all the battles on his app. And mm-hmm. they're trying to use seven ninety nine a month to watch the battles early. I'm like, bro, come on, Smack, don't don't do this. Well, I ain't trying to have a subscription service to watch rap Smack, battles, Smack, man. Smack going off the mud, uh, them NBA two K uh business practices, ain't he? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you pay more just to get the shit three days early. I'm like, I can't do it, man. Can you please just drop the battles on YouTube, like? Cause I was like, I was really at a point where I wanted to get that Gnome Nine card. I wasn't here though, but I really wanted to get it or try to catch a link allegedly. But even when I looked, like that joint was like fifty something dollars. I was like, man, it's like a regular pay per view. I can't, I can't even do it, dog. Not to watch no rap battles all day. Nah, I can't even do it, man. It's like I, you know, I, I respect the hustle. I'm not mad at it for the people that can't go. But even like those tickets in person, like I think like regular standard room, like seventy five dollars. I'm just like, man, that's kind of like, I don't know. To me, that just feel like super expensive. So yeah, I mean, you gotta pay them. You gotta pay them people that's rhyming. Yeah, he do, he do. Especially you know the people, the murder mooks, the luxes, the hollow the dons. You know they they want a twenty k bag. Top dollar. Yeah, yeah, they want at least twenty k to do that. So and I ain't mad. He do gotta pay him, but 
But still, like, I don't know. I like rap battles, but I don't like it that much no more. <laughs> I, don't like <laughs> it that, I don't like it that much no more. So we'll see, man. Uh, hopefully it doesn't take too long because I think he's going to be holding. I know he's going to hold that battle hostage. I already know. It's just a matter of, like, how long it's going to take. Hopefully no longer than three months. But uh, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see if we can review that one anytime soon. So let's get off of that, man. Those are all the reviews for In Line Sounds Episode 24. Let's get into the songs of the week. Um, for me, my choice, Crucial Conflict. I don't know how many of y'all listening remember Crucial Conflict, but back in my heyday when I was growing up, this song called Hey. Oh, man, that was that was taking over the radios when this came out. I don't know what it was about it because I was, even though it was, it was 98, I was I was 10 by then, but I ain't know anything about drugs for real. I'm sure you didn't know, had no idea yeah. what we're talking about. Hell no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> not even if like i will admit that i ain't know nothing about what they was talking about but it sounded good <laughs> smoking no hey yeah like when i heard that but i don't know it was just something about this song like it was it was dope i really like crucial conflicts like rapping style uh when this song came out and and it's a song that like i could listen to you know anytime that it comes on and i won't skip it i won't skip it. it's definitely one of those type of songs that like transcends uh generations for me um, just something that I just remember uh, growing up and it'd be like that it's definitely like that with songs and albums uh, for certain people so this is one of those for me just something that I heard on the radio all the time and, and it was just it was one of those songs that I just loved so that is my song of the week Crucial Conflict Hey and this came from the album The Final Tick which came out in 1998 Flock what you got for us this week uh, I got one of my all time favorites <clears throat> uh from the Carter Four Deluxe Edition, she will Lil Wayne featuring Drake from 2011. That beat alone, bro, that track was just so mesmerizing to me, bro. When I first heard that shit, I'm like, yo, what is this, man? And that I still bump that shit all the time today. Like I still bump that shit all the time. That's how cold that song is. That's my shit, bro. Drake killed the hook. Wayne killed the verses. That was an amazing track, yo. The production was incredible. It's an overall great song by two great artists. Um, I don't have nothing else to say about that. Y'all already know that song, so just picture it in your head. I'm sure Jay probably bumping it in the background right now. So, yeah, do it. Big facts, big facts. So, there you go. Flux Choice, Lil Wayne featuring Drake. She will from the Carter 4, 2011. My Choice, Crucial Conflict. Hey, from the final tick in 1998. Finally, we have the album suggestion. Flock, once again, take it away. All right, album choice. Um, this one is, uh, I, I don't know. I, I always felt like this was one of those slept on albums from an all-time great, but I think it was one of his more better complete albums. This is from Scarface. The album is called Made. Um, it's actually set in acronym form, M.A.D.E. Um, from 2007 had a lot of a lot of joints on that man uh i think the one that stands out the most is a uh, boy meets girl it's talking about uh bestie referencing the dude you know you know they call uh a certain drug girl a bitch or whatever you know say that's what they call like heroin and then you got like you know it's, it's a dude basically trying to get in the dope game but you know he, he they basically trying to trying to get himself from from being addicted to his own supply and, you know and all the other shit ensues you know saying in the process so it's just, it's just a dope ass song it's a lot of a lot of other cuts on that too but that one right there in itself i just think that was really hella creative you know the way he the way he you know talked and explained everything in that song and uh also uh before we go i want to give a, a r.i.p to one of the the legends in the game bushwick bill um also you know work with uh scarface with the ghetto boys you know he passed away a few weeks ago and uh yeah man that's that's pretty much it y'all check that made out though yes sir yes sir yeah definitely rp bushwick bill i actually watched something on youtube it was like one of their last performances and that crowd was kind of whack uh i know you go lie i forgot where it was but i think i think it was down there um in texas somewhere but uh but that was like their last performance because it like they were going to go on tour um, but mm-hmm. Bushwick Bill, he ended up getting sick and went to the hospital, so they had to cancel uh, cancel the tour. But uh, but the video that I watched was them together, and they hadn't performed like I think at that time it was like definitely over ten years. 
it was definitely over yeah. 10 years um that they were on the stage together so that was a good moment uh i'm not gonna sit up here and act like i was the biggest ghetto boys fan but obviously i know about you know their most popular songs and i definitely recognize the impact that they had um down in houston when they first came out and and like i did my research on like you know how they came together willie d scarface and uh bushwick bill so uh it's very interesting to uh to hear like how they ended up um you know making the ghetto boys and and you know how uh how jay prince ended up having that come together so definitely interesting it had a huge impact on not only the houston rap game because back then then like it really wasn't anybody speaking that, that super gangster shit down to houston that was you know that was west coast stuff uh, but the ghetto boys definitely put houston on a map uh the ghetto boys so everybody down there recognizes it all the ogs and hip-hop recognize it and rp bushwick bill man because yeah that was crazy especially like when i heard about like um how the uh how one of their covers was made i think it was just like we won't we can't be stopped we can't be stopped yeah we oh can't with them in the hospital with yeah. him on the hospital journey yeah. and, uh that was crazy his own, having his kind of forces girl to shoot his eye out yes yeah that's the album cover like people thought that was some gimmick shit that was the real shit they took a picture yeah. of his eye fucking hanging and shit yeah basically they, they said yeah. they did that for promo and bushwick bill he uh he regretted that um, after mm-hmm. they did it, but yeah, that was that was a crazy story. They said Bushwick Bill was a crazy motherfucker. He was wild. <laughs> yeah, he was wild, man. Yeah, they he said was he wild. was crazy, uh, but a mid a Jamaican midget. You know what I'm saying? But he he used to get it in though. Yeah, yeah. So RP RP Bushwick <clears throat> Bill, man, and and definitely puts respect on the Ghetto Boys. Absolutely. Uh, one final thing that I want to mention, and this is some news that just came out today finally flock finally we got confirmation from j cole himself on twitter right. dreamville has announced the date of revenge of the dreamers 3 it's coming out this friday july 5th so by the time you're listening to it which will be tomorrow should be july the second uh by the time you all listening to this man we got a few more days i cannot wait i cannot wait and actually tomorrow as well um which is july the second uh they're going to drop the documentary on how they made revenge of the dreamers 3 uh this was all down in atlanta they had like seven studios that were filled up with artists upon artists upon artists um that they messed with so i'm definitely gonna be checking out um that documentary to see how everything was made and uh and low-key when the when the gi is on i ain't gonna say a name because uh because i don't know if he wants me to but uh one of gi's own actually you know had had a little bit of a time down there so that was it was very interesting mm-hmm. had like had like a little session with them uh so i mean we might even see him like i might have to ask him like we, we gonna see you in the documentary any, anywhere like did they have the cameras in there where you was at like or was you in the background or something uh but that was that was definitely tight um you know when they said that they were doing it for like i think it was like almost two weeks in february and, and then you know we were speculating when they're gonna drop it so it's finally about to be done and i just hope that it's everything that i've been waiting for the first couple tracks that they came out with was definitely dope so far so i'm expecting good things definitely expecting good things from that so there you go man so final bit of news other than that man we are done with the lion sounds episode 24 i want to thank again all of our listeners it does not matter what you were listening to the podcast on we just appreciate that you are listening if you want to contribute to i'm um, actually supporting the podcast you can donate uh one five dollars a month uh, if you want to go ahead and do that um and that being said man we will try to see you all on the next episode hopefully very very soon hopefully we don't not take another extended break uh flock do you have any final words before we cut out of here nah man y'all keep listening to good music out here man it's out here you just sometimes you gotta dig a little deeper to find it and hopefully i ain't triggering nobody with my denzel curry uh stuff if i did you'll get over it you'll be all right true true <laughs> yeah like i need 14 albums alone 14 projects so you can't tell me that ain't nothing to listen to because it's a lot like the chris yeah. brown like by itself is already like a doozy like that's it's, it's almost work right there <laughs> just listen to that but it's 14 albums to listen to um so again you know pick you something and you know let us know like if, if like if you caught something that i might have mentioned like go ahead and tweet us and and let us know we didn't get any um Oh yeah, one more thing. We didn't get any any voice messages. I actually checked unless somebody dropped something. So uh I don't know what's going on, but if y'all wanna drop any voice messages, it's cool. It's cool. We'll just take some stuff off of Twitter, I guess, uh, for the next episode. But again, keep supporting and we will see you all for Line Sounds episode twenty five. We out though. Peace. <laughs>